Inside Nollywood conversation. And if you've been here before, you will know that here we'll discuss many interesting things concerning Nollywood industry. And I am still your favorite girl, Chioma Daniela. So on today's topic, we're going to be talking on if Nollywood filmmakers are doing enough to propagate original African stories. Because lately, I've been seeing this news going around about on Twitter, on people arguing if, if Nollywood industry is doing enough to propagate original African stories. A lot of people are saying, of course, there's some strong stories, African stories that Nollywood filmmakers have produced. Why some are saying that Nollywood filmmakers are basically based on um, family stories, corruption stories, etc. So today we want to discuss more about that. Yeah, so anybody can actually bring an opinion or so about this. So about African stories, to me, in my own opinion, I feel like um, Hollywood filmmakers are doing their best to create an African story. I don't know. I am saying, I am just saying in my own perspective, okay, when our guest arrives, we're going to hear from them. We are going to hear more from them because I believe they have a lot to discuss with us today. And if you have any question. You can just drop it on the, on the comment section and I will pick up from there and our guests will answer to your questions because I believe this is a very interesting topic. Today's topic is going to be so wonderful. It's something I like. I'm an African girl, so I, I actually like African stories and anything concerning Africa. And I believe a lot of us here do. So we're going to talk a lot about that. And today we have this wonderful, amazing intellectual guest with us. Hi, um, good evening. My name is Chike Gwebike Odandemo. I'm a screenwriter, um, basically storyteller, um, and I am the lead creative at White Talk Media. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Hello, Oscar. Hello, Oscar. So, please, can you give us your own opinion about this, you think Nollywood filmmakers are not doing anything to propagate original African story? It's my pleasure being here um, to join this conversation. Um, you... I commend the work um, you do at Nathan Nollywood, and I, I'll be glad to have this conversation and to share my thoughts, observations, and um, details with everyone on this page. And also be glad to answer questions that may arise from tonight's discussion. Thank you so much. What is an African story? I am concerned if our history, our folklore, and what you refer to African story, um, what are the rudiments of the society, apart from its history and its culture? Um, family is also part of it. Politics is also part, part of it. The power play, the dynamics of the different dynamics that build up the society are part of a people's culture. Now, I need to ask specifically, when you talk about African stories, do you mean to mean our myths and our legends? Do you mean to mean stories um, <coughs> from, our, from our history that are not contemporary? They are, these are like the questions I want to really ask. Because if we do not define what an African story is, it will be hard for us to ask um, to answer the question of if Nollywood filmmakers are telling African stories, that way we we'll may be judging them too lightly or too harshly. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, can, I, can I say something right now? I don't know if I can okay. be heard this time. Yes, yes, yes. Be heard. Yeah, my, name is, my name is Oster Eze. I write for Inside Nollywood. And this is an interesting topic we're, we're handling this evening. These are the kind of conversations you need to start making to um, set the pace for um, the future of Nollywood. The question is whether the African story is being told enough by present-day Nollywood. Now, my perspective is this. We need to understand that Nollywood is a living thing that has been it has been evolving over the years. It, the way it was 
in the uh, early Absolutely. 90s when it started or even way before then. And the way it is now is different. The narrative has changed over the years and it's still changing, right? So it now makes it that now we're talking about telling more of African stories. That implies that there has been a lacuna somewhere. That implies that we've not been telling our stories enough. That implies that we've been mimicking the people that introduced the technology with which we are um, carrying out our activities in this industry. All right? So it now makes it that there's a need for us to uh, move beyond that, would I say, um, dependent mentality in trying to uh, cover out our own philosophy in Nollywood to, you know, airing our, our own mind as it really is. Instead of trying to remake a Western movie, we now make our own movie. It might yeah. be a Herculean task, because I see when I watch some movies that will make some movies that make Netflix, I see that we are just trying to remake maybe a particular movie that had been made by Hollywood. And it's quite a shame. When you think of the rich history behind us, just like my sister had said, that we can, we can tell stories about in order to enshrine them, all right, in the present times and for future generations. So what I'm saying in essence is that it is good we're having this conversation and I believe that as we're having it, we'll be telling more of our stories, both the present stories, the immediate past history and the distant past history of the African. And of course, when we say African stories, we need to narrow it down to the stories of the various cultures that make up Nigeria, all right? Because I understand that most of us that are engaged in this conversation are Nigerians, unless I'm mistaken, I stand to be corrected, okay? So... I think I'll address my case for now. I might still you know, make more contributions in due course. Let, let me listen to the rest of you. Thank you for listening. Yeah, good evening, everyone. Good evening. Yeah, my, evening. My, name is, uh, my name is Dino. I'm better known as uh, Dino Defied. So, uh, talking about whether uh, African stories are... Or our Nollywood film producers are doing very well and well enough to propagate our African stories. I will go straight like, like it's, it's just like a question of a, a yes or no at this point. And for me, it's a no. They are not doing enough to propagate uh, our African stories. And I, I can go along them to, to make them. Um, uh, many points about that. It, it, okay. Like in, in the first place, uh, Nollywood is a uh, is the biggest uh, film industry in Africa and uh, the largest, uh, the second largest uh, film industry after okay. Hollywood. Then, if Hollywood over time has been able to tell their own or the Western stories that it has saturated the whole system and the whole world uh, to, to the extent where we over here practically are, are following their, their trends by the way we tell our own stories. Because what we are doing is that we are now telling more of the Western stories than we are supposed to be telling uh, about our own stories. Uh, for example, the, the, the Westerners have always... Um, um, told African stories from the perspective of uh, the Western filmmakers. And they, uh, because they are always stereotyped about our continent, they, they go ahead to portray us in a, in a negative light when they tell our stories. And that is why the right people who, with that large and amount of audience who can tell our story better is us. Who knows about our story and are, and are grounded here about us. Like, um, I, I always make a reference to the movie uh, um, uh, Half of a Yellow Sun. Half of a Yellow Sun was, uh, was directed uh, by a, a Nigerian. Uh, yes, I think uh, it was directed by B. Bandele. B. Bandele, yes. And, but who produced uh, the movie? It was a Westerner. Andre, Andre Carterwood, I think, and uh, Gail Gil Ayer, two of them. 
who maybe basically doesn't like it's it's out of what Chimamanda Adichie has has told in a book, and they thought, okay, let's tell these people's story. Like nobody could have uh, um, told our story better than us. And the problem is this: is we 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 don't really know what we have and what our popularity by being the second largest film uh, film industry in the world can do when we start um, portraying and propagating our own stories here in Africa. Because uh, I, I, I'm like the topic, uh, 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 the topic says uh, it's not just about um, Nollywood movies now, about Nigerian stories. It's, it's about um, um, our stories generally in Africa. And that, that is why I just look back and say categorically that our producers here are not telling our real African stories um, the way it should be. And if we should change um, that, one of the solutions we should, we should start doing is to cre uh, create a unique and uh, more genuine perspective to our storytelling. We need to start exploring topics that are true to the African culture and our heritage. And in doing that, we will create like and a, 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 a kind of expectation a, and a kind of um, um, maybe an expedition that will help project our African themes on the global stage. And that is the point because, because most of our producers are thinking more of gain than the real depth of our stories. And that is why most, like most of them, all they, they are going to tell you is about the the, the European culture. And you look at um, here and you think, are there not people who can tell these African stories? There are many of them. We have many people who can tell these African stories. But um, like I always say, uh, they, 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 they have not um, been given that opportunity. We have many established and undiscovered storytellers in Africa. And these people are actually part of the local um, creative community we have. But most of them have not been given that, that um, ex exercise um, power where they can be able to showcase this. Because it's only um, like, like whoever is screenplaying the storyteller, it always ends up in the hand uh, of, a, of a producer who might, maybe might not be his uh, channel or where he wants to um expound his money or resources at uh, a particular time because i will always go back to people in in i've seen who 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 are who were able to to tell their stories and produce their stories and it, sometimes it takes me to a, a one a woman i i used to follow uh, i still follow her though now um and this south african uh, a story writer, and she's a story writer, she's a director, and uh, she's a producer. Um, um, Nosifa Dumisa, the South African lady. And she, she's one woman I have seen who have done many things in the line of telling African stories, they call African stories, and sell it to the world. And that's why she's doing well with the gambits. And we also have people like I always say, it's just like yeah, someone like Ugezu, Jeo Ugezu, who I've known and I've worked with way back, who have told our core stories, even, let me say, in Nigeria, the Eastern stories about the kingship and stuff. You see, many of the movies today, none of them crossed a, a, a certain stage because the power does not write, write, uh, lie on him to project it above his screenplay, it always ends up in the hands of the marketers who always have a limited way they want to, they, they just want to project that story. So at this point, um, owning on us, we have to start changing these narratives of actually what are the unique stories we have about ourselves as, as an Africans, as Africans. I understand because it's not about whether we are not doing. Nollywood is doing is doing well, but the question here is: Are we doing enough? We are not doing enough because to show we are doing well, Afri um, South Africa is the 
is the oldest uh, uh, South African film industry is the oldest film industry in Africa. But Nigeria is the largest film industry in Africa. So somehow we've overtaken. So there, there is a story we are telling that made us overtake some people in South Africa and um, in, in Africa. So which means at some point we are, we are doing something right. And I will not even fail to mention because even basically I follow, I follow other countries. I, I follow people like um, 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 uh, Wanuri Kahil, um, from um, the, the, the lady from, from Kenya who is also a producer-director. And she's doing well. Even uh, uh, Dorothy uh, Getuba is doing well from Kenya too. And they have done, like, uh, in, in, uh, in uh, Dorothy Getuba's uh, um, case, when she did Quinstono, uh, 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 that movie depicts some core, even, even as an African living in Africa, I don't know about, uh, about that, uh, this, those scenarios and scenes that was played out. But she told that story of a clan in uh, in Kenya, and he and she sold it out that the Westerners are buying, and I, I I'm hearing that there's going to be a review on that on that uh, on that movie very soon. So that that's she, and and sometimes it baffles me that most of the people who are holding this fort, especially in Africa, are ladies. Like if you go through the records and check the top people who have propagated the African stories more, they are ladies. Then we, we before we now come out to and say we, which other person did something similar among the men. You talk about Kunle Afolaya. You talk about Chuku and um, um, uh, Chuku and uh, and Yesiri. And uh, who, who again can I remember among the guys? I don't know. But these are about all the others I've known and followed who have projected these African stories more. Are the are the women producers, directors in the industry? Like they always come from this unique uh, point of view to tell uh, our stories out there. To, to the Western world and the world at large. So for now, I think um, that is my first initial take on, on this topic. Maybe I'll still go ahead to contribute later. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you very much, Dino. Dino, um, you said something about writers, story writers, and not being able to submit their stories to the right source. Um, I already know that things like these kept happening in Nollywood filmmaking. So please, can you chip in? Can you give the writers a hint? Or rather, what advice do you have to give to Nigerian story writers, Nollywood story yeah. writers? Yeah, that's basically where I said, um, uh, making reference to where I said, uh, we have established and undiscovered storytellers in, uh, in Nollywood. And these uh, people are, uh, are people are always called that. I, I said they are, they are part of the local content creative community we have in Africa. So, but but you you might have gone deep down. For example, uh, in in one of our maybe local villages, I, I'm I'm using myself an example. There, there is this town I went to in Delta State, and uh, um, I had I had this story writer. So somebody wanted to produce uh, a movie, and he said they, they have this strong, very strong story that happens. Um, I'll remember the name of, uh, of that town in Delta State. Very, very timid town inside Delta State. Like, I just went there because we, we wanted to go and meet the oldest man in that village to tell us that story. And and it it's it, like some things that we are told we've never heard it before. How their kings are buried, and they even took us to where the kings like their kings are not buried like the normal way we bury our kings in some parts of uh, maybe in 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 the southeast or in the in in Nigeria at last or even some places in Africa. Their their kings is dropped at the dustbin, like a waste place. They have this big waste place in the community where once their king dies, they go and throw the king there. To tell him he's just a common, like he's just a common, common, common like. So we we had that story, and over time we are trying to develop the story. Then the point is, who are you now going to give that story? Because going by by the magnitude of the story and to get the right um, the right um, expression of that story, um, whose resources will be involved? Now you don't have sometimes you don't as of then I, I didn't have the the right or the access to even meet um the supposed people who can spend the big the, 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 the big resources or 
how you can struggle up um, such resources for su such projects. And uh, like we all know, some of us in the system know how these things work. People produce things uh, based on their interest. So you, you don't go and force people to go and produce things outside their interest of gain and, and stuff like that. So there are many writers like that. So when, when you ask and say, okay, how or what, what can we do in situations like this? At this point, I, 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 like the, the result for me then has always been anytime I, I have a story, a unique story I want to tell, I just have to find a way to make sure I shut up the resources myself. Because in times like this, you have no people don't even want to believe in the supposed dream you have. And even when you bring it, somebody somewhere will find because that's what is killing some of our writers. They have awesome stories. Somebody you just bring it out because you, um, maybe you're timid or you're you you don't have that exposure. You just want that the excitement and the and the that um, this thing that you want. You just want your stories your story to be showcased. And sometimes you are shortchanged. And those who know these things cannot bring exceptional stories because I know some great directors and story writers or storytellers who have great stories, but they've told themselves, I can only I can only produce this when I have my own resources. So we, we have people, we have stories. As I'm talking to you now, we have stories, many stories written by people. Those people are always called the undiscovered storytellers, but they have not found a way for their stories to, to get into the right place for it to be propagated. So it's not about the storytelling aspect now. There are, there are amazing and awesome African stories that has been told and written. But the problem is always, as long as it concerns the monopolies of film production in Nollywood and even Africa in general, the issue of finances will always limit a writer and a storyteller from telling the story the way he wants to be said. Sometimes you even bring the story, it is distorted according to the availability of finances. So that's the problem because I, I, because when we talk about African stories, what are involved in African stories most of the time? I, I was having a converse with, uh, with uh, uh, a Siri some time ago. And we are talking about a, a story um, because we, we had an engagement about his Ajimofe movie. So we are just, I, he was telling me about what the props and set designer took or what the props of that production cost. It is practically what um, two productions combined, a standard two production combined can use just for a props and set designer. Then who wants to invest that kind of money just on another person's story? Sometimes, like the mentality of African producers has not grown beyond that bound, whereby they just think they want to tell a story rather they, they about um, rather they want they are thinking about to make a game. So I think that's the thing. The problem is not really about what will the writer do. The writer has a story. Whoever is the storyteller has told the story, has a story to tell. But who is now going to propagate it and make sure it is a is a spam? to the larger society audience and uh, the world at large. Thank you. Thank you very much, Dino. So um, if, if you are to produce a very strong African story, what qualities would you be looking for aside from fonts? Aside from fonts? Yes. What are the qualities I will be looking for? I'll be looking for the quality, qualities that is going to propagate and depict exactly um, the story I want to tell. Because the story I want to tell is, is not for myself. It's for a large audience. It's for the world. So because I know I... Because now at this point, when I want to produce that quality movie, because I know I am, uh, I'm coming from the second largest uh, movie industry in, uh, in the world, I want to do something as big as that. So that, that is every, everything. The whole lines are drawn on on the plane of the fact that everything must stand out. I think I should just use that word. Everything should be exceptional. Because at this point, people want, people want to tell exceptional and unique stories. People want to tell exceptional and unique stories. So that's, that's, that's what I should be looking out for. 
Okay. Um, on my own part, I appreciate what my friend has just said. On my own part, besides finance, another thing I'll be looking out for if I want to make a good original story, right, mm -hmm. would be those people who still have the, that original poetry of our ancients. Now, there's a, there are arts our ancients developed on their own that are original to them. And there are a few persons who still have it. These are the people I'll look out for, for them to really, before the camera, show forth those things about our ancestors that need to be preserved. Because a lot of them had already, have already gone extinct because we don't have record, records. Like in my part, in my part of Africa, all right, we yeah. have clans that's ha that's their ancients had the art of um, changing shape, shape shifting. All right, like my 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 where I come from is called Umwezago. What it means is the people who know how to shape shift into tie into leopards. Are you listening? Yeah. Okay. So and these arts have been lost, and there are certain things that are, there are, there are, there is this poetry about the way our people spoke their language that we've lost because we're trying to anglicize everything, even the way we speak our native language, we anglicize our native language, all right? Mm -hmm. So I was yeah. lost, and like my people used to speak with a lot of proverbs, like nobody says two or three things without, you know, garnishing it with, garnishing it with proverbs. So these yeah. are some of those arts that I'll look out for people who still have them, and I'll mm. get them to, to incorporate their experience into this, the African story. That is the way we can preserve that thing African about us in our movies. Thank you. Thank you very much, Oster. Thank you very much. Hi. Good Oja, evening. I, okay. Good evening. Um, can I speak now? Sure. We can hear you, Oja. Okay. So first off, I've listened to Oster and Dino. Uh, and um, while I think that what they speak is ideal, we should also um, look at the realistic scene on ground. First of all, um, uh, when we talk about African stories, we need to ask ourselves, is there any story that is unique to it? Um, uh, one of the things I say, and I say it boldly, is that there is no story that is new under the heaven. Um, I'll give you an instance, and this instance is sentimental to some person, right? Now, some persons believe that a certain Jew died on the cross of Calvary to redeem humanity. And um, they say that this Jew or Jesus is the savior of humanity. But then, a certain Egyptian god, right, had 12 uh, servants, died at the age of 33, right? was crucified, died and buried and uh, resurrected on the third day. Happened, this whole incident happened thousand or uh, sorry, 3,000 years before the Jewish incident. There's also the case of the god Mitra. Why am I saying this? When we say that we're anglicizing our story, I find it hard to, to relate because do you want to tell me that um, what we tell today in Africa is not an African story? If that is the case, it is easier for me now to ask, what are the rudiments of a story that makes it African? Last year, um, I did a lot of traveling across a couple of countries, researching Africans and their experience um, in the diaspora. Now, and I was invited by the uh, Africa Studies Center at uh, Oxford University to discuss about the two new genres of African uh, storytelling and cinema that I am um, developing. Uh, it's also a conversation we are having with the African film industry. Um, but that aside, right? The stories we call our own. Um, I think it was Osta who said that these stories are becoming extinct. They are not becoming extinct. We have a way of preserving our stories. Our stories are basically oral. So for someone to adapt our stories to film, it is not different from a white man who wants to adapt Odyssey to film. Besides, what stories do we have? Do we realize that these things are these people's poems? That is one. Number two, I don't know who also mentioned that uh, for the African man, it is about making politics. 
the truth is nobody in Africa is rich enough to invest in something that will give them pleasure. Even Dangote will not invest in something that will give them pleasure. Now, look at the woman king. The least budget you can have for a film like a woman king, they are thinking of talking between 10 to 15 million dollars on a minimum. Do we have that kind of resource to make a film? Do we have the market to propagate? Yes. But do we have the resource to make this film? Remember, Nollywood is prosperous as it is because we are an indie filmmaker industry. Yes. Yeah, sure, I can hear you, yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. An indie filmmaker industry. Now, look at the film industry like um, like the industry or, or, or the film industry of countries in the Middle East where everything TV, radio, and cinema is owned by the government. The government sponsors or funds um, very big time film projects, yes, but they do not fund as many as. But because there is a capitalist market. Now, in, if we say that Nollywood is a capitalist market because it is an indie filmmaker industry, how many indie filmmakers can make a film with $700,000? I can tell you for a fact that there are people shooting a feature film with 300, 500,000. So, why do we now complain that we have a, an industry where we cannot be able to tell the full length of our film? For me, it is no longer about telling stories about Oja Dele and Guinea Mele and Waka Simpolo. These stories good. have them as kids. Can we reimagine them? One. And so while we are reimagining them, do we have the funding to tell them in the new genres of film, like in the genre of African futurism, why are we not telling stories um, those that I mentioned about Iago? Why are we not telling superhero stories? It is because we do not have the funding to produce. So, like I said, it is easy for us to blame or to lightly judge the Nollywood industry and the filmmakers in here. But I will say it Proudly, eh? one of the biggest advice I've gotten from anybody from my senior brother, Ezekolum, um, the head writer of John, he said to me, eh, Chike, before I went to film school and started making film, I've always been this average, not like average, but I've always been this writer who writes, who has big ideas. Why can't we just blow up helicopters? Why can't we have someone fall off from Mount? Um, any mountain at all, and you know, come and with a superpower, keep up that. I mean, it's film. And then you know what he said to me? It is easier to do the industry until you become a producer and start making your film. As of last two years, last year, I judged, um, what is his name? Um, um, what is his name now? Who gave the jail basic. Till the day I will die, I can never consider Ugezu an African story. But hey, just this year, I said to myself, has Ugezu been able to tell us stories as texts in a certain climb? Yes. See, eh, I don't know why it is hard for us to understand. Okay, let me give an instance. Most of us here have read things fall apart. And one of the funny conversations around things fall apart is that it is one of the most successful African stories. In fact, not just that, it is one of the stories that defines the pre-colonial evil system. But hey, if we are honest to ourselves, that did not tell the evil society. The story told that talked about nine clans of home mafia that we are governed by, by certain chiefs. Right? And then there is the people of Uri. Who even before Abraham's father was born, they already had an enzyme. So you see that Chinua Shebet picked a certain part of or a part of evil land where he's familiar with and told their story. And then someone somewhere is judging the evil culture to be a sustainers and acephalous by the immediate implication of that particular story. Why am I saying this? People do not define what is an African story. It is for us to keep saying that, oh, it's sorry, it is easy for us to keep saying that, oh, we are not telling African stories. What do we call European stories? Is it the drama? 
Does it mean that boy you know they meet girl again for Abuja and they live together for months? In fact, they don't even meet each other's parents. They start having children. Does it mean it doesn't happen in Abuja? Or does does it mean that comedy does not happen in Africa? So we need to understand that African story one and reimagining our folklore in a modern society. If you want to say that an Hollywood producer doing well telling African stories, honestly, yes, they are telling African stories. If you ask me if they are reimagining African folklore to tell them, I will tell you they do not have the resources. Even if you give them the funding, they do not have the um, the the machinery to produce it. Currently, there is a series that was commissioned in 2008. The series is start airing by 2025. To be frank with you, even the uh, the animation itself is being generated by Chinese, Japanese, and India. But it is a story set in Lagos, in futuristic Lagos. Look at what Ned Yokura for his team with story. From Binti to look at what CJ or Basi is doing. Look at what Lonzo Jekwe is doing. They are doing they are getting funding to do this thing. But because we don't have the machinery, somebody said we are not giving people in the street a voice. Nobody is going to bank their money on a new people who are not done anything. Honestly, I cannot want to come and make um a film as big as Woman King and come thank down you. to Nigeria. Can you hear me? Yeah, thank you very much, Oja. We can hear you. Okay, I cannot come down to Nigeria as Netflix, and we want to commission an uh, an African story, a Nigerian story. Say, I want to make a story about the people, and then I look. Okay, currently, I am running a show with a group of friends, and we are finding it hard to get an Igbo director who can direct studio production. It is an Igbo show. Like T-Cell, we are finding it hard to find an Igbo director that knows that particular industry very well. Igbo director, the only two we know are occupied. So why do we now find it easy for us to judge Nollywood producers? How many, how many producers can Netflix come to? Let me even give you another shocker. Last, earlier this year, Mr. Inside Nollywood, if you remember earlier this year, we were having a very big banter on, online that Kenya and South Africa get more funding from Netflix and Amazon more than Nigeria, despite us being the hallmark of the market globally, Africa and continentally. Do you remember? Why? We do not have that resources. We, how many of us go to film school to get the required training? How many of us spend time going to Vancouver Film Academy to learn the art of animation? Or I have a friend, Chemela um, Peter, who used to work with BBC. Chemela took out time, has gone abroad to learn how to tell modern stories through virtual reality. Now, tomorrow, a producer comes and says, you know what? Uh, I want to tell the story of the Igbo landing through virtual reality. Call five persons you know in the southeast. In fact, call three persons you know in the southeast that can produce. I think we need to give these guys a lot of applause because the guys in Hollywood are doing things irresponsible. If you're taking your film to censors board, you know how many films are rejected. You cannot make films that talk about uh, the, the civil war. You cannot make films that talk about this, talk about this, if it's too political, it's a problem. And still, these guys are thriving, giving us over two to 3,000 stories every year, taking Hollywood out of the picture. I think we are judging them too harshly. In Iboland, we say that now, Ebulonozo, so, this is my own strong argument. I don't know if um, my network was fair enough to me, but um, I think we need to recalibrate 
I do not think there is a lacuna. Nollywood was born in 1991. Go and check when, uh, what is his name? The inventor. Um, that the guy that used to own, what's his name? The color Tesla. Invented or was battling with the strong powers in Hollywood that they had to leave New York and move to LA for him. Go and check. Hollywood is over 100 years. It is, remember, there is 20th century folk. There is 19th century folk. Showing you that folk alone is over 200 years. And you want to compare it to that kingdom that is just 1991. Most of the people born in 1991 are not, are not married. But I'll leave it here. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Can I say something? I'd like to react to some of the things you said, my brother. I really am happy that uh, we are coming from different schools of thought. It makes our conversation very rich, all right? And I really appreciate if you uh, listen to you know, one another objectively and try to understand the angle we are coming from. Nobody has a 360-degree point of view, all right? The point I was trying to make when I was saying that our, our storytelling in Hollywood is evolving, I never even said that we're not telling our stories. I'm just saying, what I said was that it is evolving. And what I was saying is that there is a need for us beyond talking about the scenarios to um, put the stories together in a, as a film. Now we need to start talking about going out for, to look out for those people who are dying away with some, some of our lost art. I understand the, the angle you're coming from, that we're telling our stories, you know, as contemporary people right now who have actually experienced that culture shock and are, you know, trying to acclimatize to it and become, you know, come up with an identity in spite of it. But this, the story, I believe the person who coined this um, title is asking us is that those stories that make us African. And I believe that part of the reason this question is asked today is the, 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 the paradigm shift that that movie Wakanda caused Okay, because the movie Wakanda was actually a reimagining of, you know, a past uh, African culture in the future. And then all the stories that were told about the African royalty and the African identity and the African pride. I believe that when we start telling those stories that bring out our originality, the things that make us original, the things that make us African, not just those things that we have accumulated onto ourselves as a result of our interaction with the Europeans. I believe that is when we start telling our African stories. Now, moving on, you mentioned that um, with already that uh, we're telling our stories just like Europeans are telling their stories. And, and right now, you're, telling, you're, you're recalling, you're also saying that uh, the, the likes of Fox and, and uh, other uh, film production firms are already over 100 years old. Now, the question, and uh, now, first of all, I want to correct the impression we're not comparing ourselves to these people, with Hollywood. In it, we're not doing that at all. We are just trying to see exactly. how we can, how we exactly. can move on to do better what we're already doing. We're having a conversation. We want to understand ourselves better. We want, we're taking, we're taking um, a, a, an analysis. We're doing a self-analysis of you know, how far we've come and you know, what we need to do to move you know, a little bit further. So let's not see it as you know, that we're just you know, trying to say things for the sake of saying things. So, well, the point I, I'm actually trying to make, I was actually trying to make when I said that we need to look out for those people who are dying away in some of our art. Indeed, some of our, our art that make us original African are being lost. Like it is only a, a, a stroke of luck that in Igbo land that the art of Imamdem is still existent today. You understand? It's in the hands of a few persons. And somehow, God in his infinite message is still helping you know, next generations to pick it up. If not, that will have been lost. There are a lot of other apps that we have that have been lost. And if you ask those of us from other cultures that is not Igbo that they are listening right now, you find that they will say the same thing. There are certain things about all of that have been lost. And why is that? It is because that our culture in this part of the world actually was left behind when other cultures found writing. Other cultures were able to mm. document their culture, their, the things that make up their culture, the institutions of their, their culture, the things they were able, able to discover about nature, how they were able to solve their own problems, they documented them. And therefore, the generations to come kept climbing on the shoulders of giants before, and they were making advances. All right? So the art of writing 
was not there, so we're not documenting our history. So we don't even know enough of our stories. I maintain that because the most of our stories are not documented. I object, to, I object to that. I object, I object to that, but it's fine. My brother, I just, sorry, let me just, I'm concluding, sorry, you definitely object. I'm enjoying it. I enjoy sorry, but Oscar, that. what makes this a conversation, <laughs> but what makes this a conversation is where you can drop your thought, and I can be able to react on it, and then we have, um, we either, wait, we, we either disagree to agree, no, it, it becomes a lecture, because I, I, I found it very um, claustrophobic when I was speaking and nobody was interjecting. It becomes um, a lecture when we do not um, we do not interject each other to question each other's conversation and to verify the affirmism to it. So, um, like, like like you said, we do not we did not document that that is erroneous. That is totally 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 erroneous. But then we can continue. Okay, no, I'll just conclude this. So what I'm actually saying in essence is that the, even when the writing form we had was just meant for a few ministries, and that was why it was very relevant to us. You understand? You can't tell me there's a particular history of art that was recorded from maybe 500 years ago. No such thing. It's only when archaeologists come to now start exploring our, you know, our ecosystem. That's when they now start finding our stories. They are able to write things about our past. Just the other day, I was in Ibuku, and I was I met an archaeologist who was digging up stuff from the uh, around the uh, the homestead of the, their former traditional ruler. And a lot of interesting things were, were being unearthed. The kind of uh, pottery they used and all whatnot. We didn't know these things before now. Why? Because it was not documented anywhere. Okay. So the thing is, is that we need to start appreciating who we are as Africans, what our flaws are, what our strengths are, and then we'll now start capitalizing on our strengths. Like this one you're talking about, you know, reimagining our past and all. Yes, that is where this is now coming. I agree with you that, that we need to start reimagining our, our, our story and start telling it in the way that it will tell good of us. I believe that's the area you're coming from, and I agree with you strongly. I'm also open to listen to other perspectives you have. Thank you very much. Um, um, I think I, I, I think I will come in here. Um, let me make my um, observation too about um, um, what uh, has been so far said. Um, I, I think I, I should come from the basic factor for our discussion this evening, which is, uh, is Nollywood filmmakers doing enough to propagate our original African stories? It's not like they are not doing, but the problem, or the question here is whether they are doing enough. And truly, I said it uh, that they are not doing enough. It's not even about, at this point, going by what um, Ojande Ibu said, uh, Ojande Moore said, it's not really, a, <laughs> from, from, from the perspective of what he said, I don't, I, I, can, I, I can disagree with him and say, it's not actually now about finances, if I should go by your own point. Because how, how, many, how many movies do you think Nollywood is churning out every day? Like, how many movies, like, some of our African stories, does it need, does it, do, do we actually need that amount of resources to tell those, our African stories? Like, do we need that huge amount of resources to tell? Because most of our, uh, most of our stories or the stories we, 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 we need to tell, like we, we need to write down. Some of them are supposed to be, um, are, are supposed to be a, a kind of linear narrative or, or just uh, maybe even if it's linear or unlinear or maybe a viewpoint narrative of storytelling. All, all of those type of storytelling has a, a, a budget for it. So at this point, you cannot say actually we, um, that uh, we are doing enough. Uh, what is not, if, if we go to the angle of finance, I, I thank God I'm in the system. I've gone to, like I've, I've, I've studied the system, I've been in the system, and I know these things more, and how because you, you know most things are said in in the in the oval without getting down to to, to brass tacks about it. So if it's about finances, actually all our stories, some should be told in a linear form, some will not be told in a linear form, some will be told in a viewpoint, some in a narrative for uh, in a in a narrative form. So all those stories 
in, in the way it is told requires a, a budget for it. Because we are churning out movies every day. Producers in this country are spending um, 10 million, 20 million to produce movies. Some exactly. are spending five, some are spending six million. Some mm. stories we have in, in Africa can actually go for that budget. Mm. Actually, what, what actually do what what actually do you think uh, for me? What I think we are not doing right now in 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 movie in telling these stories or whatever stories we are telling here is that we are not telling it with good pictures and we are not telling it with good sounds. Like even 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 uh, the 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 stories we are telling are very standard movies which can go anywhere. And like let's put ourselves side by side. So let's remove Hollywood in the picture. And put ourselves side by side with every other film industry in the world. You see, like we are, we are like. How can you be um, the second largest um, film industry? Mm. I, you are saying it's all about. It's not finance. I'm telling you, it's not. It's not about finance most of the time. If you come from that angle now, but all I am saying is that I, the very fact uh, uh, question was: Are we doing enough? For real, we are not doing enough. And that is without missing what we are not doing enough. Like we have producers here who can tell we have common stories. Okay, it is, it, are the stories we have in Africa are, are, are they only about the eastern states? We have so many tribes. Just like, taking Nigeria uh, uh, for example, we have many tribes in this country, and every tribe, even every 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 family, every every clan, they have their own story. I can go and meet my dad. My dad will tell me about what just happened in my village alone during the war. And that, that is an untold story, which um, maybe an epic story, which was shot uh, anywhere in this country. The, the budget for it can shoot that same story. So most time, it's not, it's not, I don't think it's about, it's about, it's about for, from the point you're coming from, it's about finance. And when you talk about maybe countries like um, um, Kenya and uh, maybe South Africa, or uh, any other person get, getting funds from Netflix than uh, Nollywood is getting. I can tell you some of these things are political. I can tell you authoritatively. Who is the, uh, this thing for, 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 for Africa on Netflix? Is it not uh, um, uh, Seku Shante from Tanzania? You understand? Oh, and this, because, because she has a hand, she's been doing, a, a, what was it called? Um, this uh, Inside Africa for CNN. She already has the exposure. She already has the ground. She already has the contact. So automatically, she's supposed to use it and, and, and drag more phones. And that's why she's, uh, she's, she's the director of, of um, Africa on Netflix. So you cannot use her and compare to Nollywood. Yeah, some of, even in film production, most things are political. We understand that. So generalizing the point and saying it's all, it's all about finance is totally a, a no a no go area so for me i always believe because I, I i just want to make this discourse for me personally about whether we are doing enough or whether we are not doing enough the, the my answer without going if i want to go elaborate i can make many inferences factual inferences about production in this country even in hollywood because I've had interactions, very wide interaction. I've read very wide about and um, 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 associated with many of the producers, actually. And I, I have first-hand information of how and the, um, or the limitations of production generally in Nollywood. So it's not, it's not really about, but I'm, I'm only basing the, the, my discourse today on whether we are doing enough in Nollywood. The producers are doing enough. We are not doing enough to tell our stories. Reason is because it's not all the all the stories they are telling for example in our in our local markets and like the same fund can go to tell some of these stories and they will be sold i, I look at uh, the movie um uh what's the name of this movie again the the one uh this uh the, her first feature film then um um the, before she did uh kamiri uh, uh rafiki um I've forgotten this movie that is Rafiki. The the budget of Rafiki. I don't think it's 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 up to um eight million in Naira here in Nigeria. I don't think. But that the 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 global um, recognition and what that movie churned out, even though it was banned in Kenya at some point. Um, what was that, what was her name? Uh, 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 Mo, Mo, Mo Abudu. 
of Ebony TV can fund twice or, or ten, 10 times of that movie. It's, it's a story that was so each, each story has a budget. So we, we, we will not say because this particular story has a large budget. What about other stories we have? We have so many other stories in Africa which we can tell that doesn't require, but we, we just choose not to tell them. We just choose to tell to 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 myopically tell about the stories of the white man more. And now the white man is the one who is coming now to tell us or help us and tell us to produce our to tell our own stories, which is not right. So basically, in 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 Nollywood, our producers are not telling our stories enough. It's not even about finance; they are not telling our stories enough. They just chose to shy away. And even when they want to tell about our stories, they always tell our stories from the from from the lenses of poverty, famine, and the foreign aid we get, which are which which is to, is a total narrative. I think we should change because when we keep telling our stories like that. We, we are helping the white man who are, or the, 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 the foreigners who have already stereotyped our story um, to, to help them propagate and, and, and form a kind of canopy over us that we don't shut above what they already think they know about us. Because there are ways we tell us we have great, beautiful stories in Africa which we can tell to the world. In short, our producers just chose not to tell them. You can. You, I. I will make a very simple analogy. Bring, a, bring, bring, a, bring a movie, a story. Tell a story of how ten girls are naked, showing their breasts and, and stuff, um, outside and partying and drinking and stuff, driving all the Porsche cars. Then bring, bring a, a story where, like, a, we call it maybe an epic story or whatever of what made. Just, it's not even about what happened like uh, three hundred years ago. Just of a story of what just happened a hundred years ago and present to the same marketer or to the same producer, he will choose the latter over the former. So this thing is, is all about us, like a kind of awareness for, 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 for the producers and uh, uh, whatever the, the marketers, as I can call them, or the, the film houses, to start taking pleasure in actually seeing a kind of sensitization to see the need for them to start telling our own stories. Because somehow... We 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 on we will understand our own story better than those ones which we have uh, um, which we have copied from the European filmmakers. We we'll understand our story better than those ones, and they they too are eager to 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 listen to our stories, but we are not telling them. We just want to. Um, they've 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 ended up beating us in line to follow their own structural pattern of uh, telling their own stories. So it is now for us to like have this awakening of our, of our own self to say, well, let's start telling our own stories. Because even the, the stories of the white man we are trying to tell, we have saturated the whole place with it. And it's not, it's not make, making sense. It's like, it's not more making sense. I, 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 because before I, before I see any, any movie done in Nollywood now, I, I have to hear about it. Like everybody talks about it. And most of the time when I'm watching, I'm not watching to enjoy. I'm watching to criticize because I like, but if it was a story that happened maybe hundred years ago or 150 years ago in somewhere like Benin, I was like, I would be so eager because I don't know about it. I don't know. I don't know how it works because some of our story are more are more mystical than just ordinary. So the normal me will want to learn from it. There is no way I'll criticize what I don't know. But this one, you are trying to imitate somebody. I think I know better than you in there. So I will criticize what you're doing. So that's that's my own perspective of uh, of of what um, uh, the first uh, speaker said. And for what the second uh, speaker said, well, I, I totally align with you in some areas, but uh, to, to extend on that is just the fact that what you think is this, like, is, we are limiting what we think is an African story. An African story is not just what happens in the Southeast or what happens in the South-South, or like it's scattered all over the place. It depends on how, how much uh, 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 intel, I will call it, you can get about it to be able, because when, when you said that um, then these stories, they are not documented. Even the white man's stories were not documented anywhere. 
it was told just the way like we, we could have had our own stories from maybe our elders or the eldest man in the village or the king or whoever. Nobody documented what happened uh, in, in, uh, in America 500 years ago and wrote it as, as a piece of paper and was sharing to anybody. It's practically an imagination of what had been said. And somebody at some point, maybe at some, as, as from 100 years started writing it, or 150 years or 200 started documenting a kind of narrative that has been given and say, okay, this is what it looks like, just like the Bible. So it, it is an inspiration of what, yes, this is exactly what could have happened. This is it. And look at the evidences of, look at the traces of what, what might have happened. And it was documented in recent times. So we too can also go back. And when we hear our stories, we cannot, if we cannot show them, we can even write them down. That is part of the storytelling. So it's not, it, nobody, nobody anywhere, anywhere wrote um, um, stories, even for, for the European filmmakers, because most of what they are doing are imaginative uh, storytelling, are more, are more fictional. That's, what, that's because our own is more like a reality. Yes, is 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 practically fictional, all true, and you can you can go go and check it, and that's why I always have respect for some some people because I I prefer when I want to talk about the African story stories, those who are telling it better. I I go to other countries and and I and I see those who are doing well there. And that's why I always talk about um, 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 Getuba. I always talk about people like Kahiu. I always talk about um, uh, Dumisa. I always talk about um, uh, Shamti because right from time, I used to follow her when she was doing inside, inside, uh, inside uh, Africa. You understand? And even some people have even tried to be telling our own stories here because even somebody like uh, Mary Njoku of, of Euroco TV, she's telling it. It's just to some extent. But, you know, because we have budgets for every story we are telling. So they tell stories in the areas and the direction of their game. So now you are saying something like Dangote cannot even fund his own pleasure. Maybe people, the white man funds his own pleasure. Then people paid um, almost two hundred thousand dollars just to go and and get uh, to to get drowned in, in in the ocean. That's that's his pleasure. So there, there are people. It's just that when people see what is worth it, they invent and uh, they, they invest in it. So people have not we've not actually start bringing our stories and like when I said we are telling our own stories from the from the perspective of um, of poverty and the lens of famine and foreign aid. So that's the way we have stereotyped our storytelling to. When we make it something more broader and not parochial, people will start getting interested. We are not telling our stories in the way it's interesting. We are making our story looks like, look like it's so dreaded. Like when we want to tell our stories, because what is the theme sometimes is that when you are passing a message, you don't scare away who you want to tell the message to. So when we want to turn our stories to theme, there is also supposed to be some level of entertainment in the story you are telling. So that is what I think is the missing link. And the sensitization for our producers to start thinking in the direction of also, because it's not about finance, it's about interest. These guys are not interested. The ones that are interested does not have the funds. Those ones who could have don't eat half because you don't tell me a normal common story inside the village a little boy has even a, a good storyteller a writer has um, um ebony tv can finance it uh, iroko tv can finance finance it africa magic we have hubs power hubs in this country who can finance good stories that come out of africa they are just not interested because most of the time we are trying to play independent of every other person everybody wants to do it alone nobody wants to come around um, come 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 around together to do with the other. I I saw the um, um the listing of uh, the the new listing African folk tales. It, it's it's six six producers coming together to to do that uh, this them um, um, to put that thing together. I think it was it was UNESCO that brought them together. It, it had uh, I I might not be able to remember their whole name, but I know Empty Jean was in the, in, in, in what is part of the uh, this thing. Uh, Katupi. Uh, Halima Choice and uh, um, uh, the, uh, this thing like was part of all the production. It, it, it was just a combination of five producers, which I cannot I cannot say their names now.
So, like, people can still come together and produce our and tell our own stories to the world. If it, because we have to start telling. The, for example, we have not. We are. We are. In, we are let me just take example. We are in Nigeria. Um, somebody in Nnewi has not been able to tell his story so that somebody in the north will understand what he's saying or will even see what he's saying. Then you should be able to tell your story for people around you to even know what you're saying before you start targeting the larger audience. Or the, and that is when you, when, you're from, when, you, when you are jumping from your local scene and trying to jump to the foreign scene, that is greed. That is pure greed. That is why I said you, you, people are not doing it now to tell a good story. They are telling it for gain. So if it's not in the line of gain, they are not telling the story. There are people who have funds in this country who, who we've not marketed our stories to because we, we've not told our stories in good lights. We've always told it from, the, from, from, from a mystical point of view. And when we tell it from the mystical point of view, we don't bring flair inside it. And we don't bring bring people uh, people's uh, heightened interest inside it so that, those are those are the issues and and things we we are supposed to be talking about as as filmmakers in uh, in in Nollywood. so that is my my own take uh, in, uh on on that uh, for now thank you very much Thank you everyone for joining today. And this is a very wonderful topic. I enjoyed myself and at the same time, I learned a lot from this. So thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, our co my co-speakers. Thank you, everyone. You're welcome. It's a, it's a, it's a pleasure. I, I, I learned new things today, which is also beautiful. Thank you very much. And thank you everyone who, who was part. Thank you very much, Oscar. It's a pleasure to, to have you here. Thank you. Thank you once again, everyone. Thank you, and do have a wonderful night. <laughs>